Hi, welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet, and today I have a beautiful, lovely, amazing new guest to the show, uh, Miss Meg Ann, aka Freedom Chronicles. She is fantastic, and we are going to have an amazing conversation today. So, welcome, my dear. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Uh yeah, me too. You and I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> we do. Um, so we picked the topic of, uh, you know, my awakening, which I think is is pretty in line with a lot of other people's. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at my social media, I, it's not something I really talk about because it's not something that's very cut and dry. Um, it's not something that can be explained in a reel um, or in, you know, 15 second story slides. Um, so my journey is I grew up as an average American teenager who was very indoctrinated in school. Um, I was taught to listen like every other school child. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I felt very in line with, you know, the liberal party, the democratic party. I would even say the socialist party. Um, I was all for equality and equity. Um, can you go please? Sorry. My kids are still up. It's all right. <laughs> um, you know, making the planet, what is the word? I, I don't even, I don't talk about it, so I can't think of it. Um, climate change, climate change. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just what everybody else was doing, right? right? It's what we talked about in school. It's, you know, if you don't believe in these things, that's so wrong and you would get called out, you would get shamed. So in school, we learn to just go with the waves, right? We go, go with along with what else. you're told. Mm -hmm. Um. And as sad as it is, I took those into my young adult years and um, I never really questioned them. I never, I never asked what could be different. I just went with the pacing, turn that down right now, please. Um, I just, I just went with it. And it wasn't until I met my significant other, Philip, um, we became, I became pregnant with our first child in 2014. Um, and he sat down and he had a conversation with me, politics, conspiracy, realist topics. None of that was ever a discussion for us. We, I didn't know what his political alignment it was. He didn't know what mine was, but he expressed that I really needed to sit down and look at baby well visits. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, well, what do you mean? You know, we all get shots. I, I remember every time getting a shot from like six up, right? I was terrified to go to the doctor. I was kicking, I was screaming. Um, I couldn't walk after every time they gave me a, a vaccine in the leg, I couldn't mm -hmm. walk for 24 hours. Um, and I did know like there was something in me that was like, okay, maybe he's right. Um, and <clears throat> hold on a second. And um, so I started looking, but like most people, you don't know where to start looking. Right. You know, I was so confused. I would I would Google things and, you know, it was vaccine hesitancy, vaccine misinformation, and I couldn't get anything that wasn't biased. Mm -hmm. um, and then I joined the massive face group. I think it was Stop Mandatory Vaccinations. It's long gone. Um, of course. But it was a huge group, a huge group. And I just asked people, where do you where do you start? Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, start with the ingredients. 
Just start I, with uh -huh. the ingredients. <laughs> yep. um, and so that's where I started. And anybody can go look up the vaccine excipients list um, <clears throat> right on Google, even if you want to use I Google talk stuff. about that all the time. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, what is this jargon? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. um, so what I did is I went and I looked at the schedule and I figured out what one they would receive first. Of course, vitamin K is not on there. So we started with hepatitis B. Right. And I started looking up ingredients one by one. I would copy it and I would go into Google and I would paste it. Exactly. And I started getting very concerned with all these MSDS sheets coming up and toxicity mm -hmm. reports. And I'm like, well you know, my, my heart hurt. I was like, what, why, mm -hmm. um, why <laughs> I just couldn't understand. I couldn't comprehend why these were life-saving measures, but everything I looked at said they were completely toxic to the human body. Right. Um, and so I started asking questions in the group. I started researching more. I started, you know, following other people that were speaking out. Um, and by no way do I endorse, you know, going to the internet and just believing what somebody says. I don't. Right. I will right. never tell anybody mm -hmm. to do that. Take right. something that's said and go validate it yourself. Right. Um, and that's where, you know, that's where it started. And then it went into the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. Mm -hmm. um, why are these manufacturers completely liability free? Um, going back to the Hep B, I, I, I researched that intensely and it actually started as a vaccine um, <clears throat> in Malaysia because Hep B was very prevalent among women. Right. Um, and then it just, it, it crossed the world for, for what reason? Well, none other than money, mm -hmm. um, you know, why? And then it's, why are we injecting these things into babies that are 12 hours old? Uh -huh, um, so percent. that, you know, that I, I started on the, the anti-vaccine side before anything else. I didn't actually come into politics um, probably until about the first time I ever voted was in the, was in the Trump election. That was mm -hmm. the first time I had ever voted. You know, I was well into adulthood by then. Um, and, you know, maybe politics, by a year or two. <laughs> um, I'm 35. I'm 35. I was, you know, in my third, almost 30 um, before I voted in my first election. Um, and it just wasn't something that interested me. I didn't care about it. Right. Um, but then I was actually having this very same conversation today with somebody. Can we be completely open on here or is it oh, like, like Instagram? Okay. 100%. Um, so I had made a reel about uh, Queen Elizabeth passing away. Mm -hmm. And I see so many truthers out there that are like my condolences. And I'm like, do you guys not know that exactly. she is like the epitome of the bacteria elite plaguing our world? Uh -huh. Like what? And I have people unfollowing me over it and people telling me all the things she's done and I'm like oh my gosh so anyway <laughs> uh, somebody had commented on there like why you know I'm new to this like explain it to me and I was like I can't explain it to you here I can't um literally they will take me down um so I got her in messenger and I was talking to her um <clears throat> and it was about adrenochrome and 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 Biden and the admin and everything and I totally forgot where I was going with this um Oh, and I was explaining to her my story, right? You start with start with something small. You cannot right. say I'm open to learning the truth. And then at least for me, I couldn't. And then hop into the adrenochrome thing. Right. Like I would be like, there's no way in hell this is happening. Like you are nuts. 
Yeah, you know. and it I think it has <clears throat> to start with something that affects you directly. And for you, um, you know, you started with vaccinations because you were pregnant and mm -hmm. that was a concern for you. And this is so funny because we did not discuss this before the show. Um, I'm a retired nurse and I also taught medical school and I was in charge for uh, the vaccines for children program. And I was, I've talked about this before, very indoctrinated in school and what they teach you is what they teach you. And it wasn't until my child got vaccination injured yep. that mom woke up and then mom started researching. And now literally that is how I spend my time is telling people where to find resources at. Yep. And so you, I think you have to start with whatever whatever is going to affect you the most. And that's your jumping off point. Yeah. And everyone's um, different. And I will say, like, you know, I don't think there's anybody out there that is fully awake. I don't. Right. Um, there's people that's, that are more enlightened and more, like, spiritually aware, all of the things. Mm -hmm. my, my husband, Philip, is, you know, documentary after documentary. He's doing yard work. He's watching the kids. He's always listening to a documentary. Mm -hmm. And he explains these things to me. And I'm like, I just can't grasp that yet. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it won't be anything that's happening today, but you know, something he's, his last one that I didn't understand was about the Holocaust. Right. And I was like, I'm so indoctrinated on this topic. Like I, I don't want to believe it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we all are at a level, right. We're all at a level right. and, um, some things you're going to get and some things you're not going to get. When I started researching vaccines, I don't know if I'm freezing or it's you. No. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't in into politics, right? I didn't right. know that, you know, I say that I'm a conservative. I have conservative values. I don't identify with the Republican Party. Um, right. I don't identify with any party, but I do have conservative values. Um, I do believe in the Constitution. Uh, mm -hmm. But I do think, like a lot of people, that it's two, two wings of the same bird. Um, and while I do respect a lot of things that came from Trump and the Trump administration. I am by, in no way a, a Trump thumper. Right. Um, would I vote for him again? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I would. Um, just because of the things he did do when he was in office. Right. Um, but it's, it's such a hard, it's, it's hard, right? Because this, this is our government. There's mm -hmm. no, you know, there's, there's overthrowing the government and then there's overthrowing everything which right like, what what happens then what happens yeah what um, what's gonna fill that vacuum yeah like so many i don't know if you saw in illinois right now um <clears throat> the non-detainable it's called the safety act though i just looked at that before we went on <laughs> explain this to people <clears throat> so the safety act well this is one thing i hate about politics right they take one bill, one law, and they throw 10 things in it, mm -hmm. right? That have um, nothing to do with it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, these two topics do have something to do with each other. It's police reform, but then it's like prisoner reform also. They mm -hmm. should be two entirely different things. Right. Um, Because it comes to a point where they're so sick of editing it. They're just like, okay, just pass it. Just pass it. Mm -hmm. um, just like this, this um, Inflation Reduction Act. Right. It should be 
the topic of inflation and nothing else. Right. Um, but it so there's the police reform aspect of the bill, which is like holding police officers accountable and all of this stuff. So the, the wokeness of it. Right. Um, but then there's also verbiage in there about non-detainable criminals like they're not enforcing um, monitored release of category C and D felonies, category two and three or three and four felonies, um, violent criminals, arsonists. So you're caught burning down a house with a family in it and they can't hold you. Right. Like what? Like, are they doing this because of the prosecution of BLM that could come? I wonder. I would would say so. And you know, um, it's very interesting how this is almost kind of like a purge scenario, you know, where uh, you can arrest this person and then there's no bail and you can't hold them. So you let them go. And that's murderers, rapists, arsonists, like the worst of the worst. And it's, it's like, okay. Do you know who they're going to go after first? They're going to go after the police first. Oh, they're going to yeah. go after the first responders and uh-huh. then they're going to go after everybody else because they convinced you to give away your guns and uh-huh. you have no way to protect yourself. A hundred percent. It's you know. so scary that, that people don't see, like, I don't care which side you're on. Right. right. Um, you know, I wish the world could be a place where, you know, nobody needed a gun, but they had them anyway. Right. Um, but unfortunately, these people are telling you to give up your only means of protections, especially in states with such high crime rates. Right. Like California, New well, York, and Illinois. Illinois, <laughs> Illinois and, definitely. <laughs> Illinois is a very corrupt state. So, yeah. And, um, and then they're taking penalties away from criminals. Mm-hmm. Right. COVID was their first. So, you know, we we speculate what happened with COVID. For me, it was a test run. They wanted to see how far they could push everybody, and we all failed. Right, right. We all failed, even the ones of us who didn't cave in, you know, like everybody else did. So right. while we may be a majority of like-minded people, the people that just caved in gave them the go-ahead to keep doing things further. Um, so COVID restrictions are gone, but what's coming next? It's always going to be, how far can we push them? And it's like a board game. Mm -hmm. It's like a board game. How far can we, you know, can we drag the pony um, before it it pushes back? Right. And, you know, they keep convincing you it's about safety. It's about safety. It's about safety. So you go further each time they try to drag you away from the food bucket. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's scary. It's terrifying, right? I want to move to the mountains, but like, in all honesty, you're not safe in the mountains either. Right. Right. They're going to find you regardless. And, and, uh, that's the thing, like, um, especially the Amish farmers, you know, and, and people had seen the one video where they had gone, but I guess, uh, it's still happening a lot, uh, especially to Amish communities like the state of Georgia and they've raided, they brought the, uh, FDA with them and all kinds of things multiple different times and like uh seized their animals and dumped out the milk supply you know and and saying there's some kind of quote wink virus you know that they found in this 
in these uh, sheep or whatnot. And, and so that's why they had to like kill all these sheep that didn't belong to, you know, the government, they belong to the farmers. And it's like, people are so willing just to go along to get along. Yeah. That they don't know what they're doing. So how did you progress in your, in your journey from being like, fully indoctrinated, you know, liberalistic ideas to where you are now? So it was slow. Um, I have never been one to hop on trains of let's go follow this person. And they're like holier than thou and everything they say is true. Um, So I would watch people like Del Big Tree. And, you know, he would say something and I'd be like, I need to go prove this. Um, You know, I have a very green personality on the color spectrum in the sense of I I need answers. So I like to have answers before I'm even asked a question. Um, So I know that if I go put up something about a specific topic, I'm going to have people asking questions and Mm -hmm. I need to answer them. Um, You know, censorship has made that impossible now. I can't do that. And... It just, it progressed slowly. It went from vaccines um, and what led me into government and government corruption was the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. Well, why Mm -hmm. are these manufacturers 100% liability free? Um, Why? It doesn't make any sense. And then I'm reading things like, because then that takes away doubt from parents and X, Y, and Z. And it just, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to hospitals and doctors. And, you know, there was a big <laughs> thing that came out about Blue Cross mm-hmm. Blue Shield incentivizing mm-hmm. doctors for having 100% vaccination rate. Absolutely. Um, and and then, you know, pharmaceutical reps paying, you know, hey, let's go to lunch. You know, you recommend mm-hmm. this medication and we're going to give you a gift of $25,000. Right. Um, so the corruption kind of just exposed itself. Mm-hmm. And then it it just went up the line. I mean, I can't pinpoint every little thing I did, but I started listening to documentaries. I started listening to podcasts. And again, always going and like, can I prove that? Can I prove that? Right. Um, sometimes I would be like, no, that didn't happen. And I couldn't find any proof. But even if you can't find any proof, you can you can't discredit it because right. there's also nothing proving it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so your mind is always like, okay. And they're good. Um, They're very good at at scrubbing the Internet of things that they don't want you discussing or looking at, because um, several years ago I had done uh, a special on Mr. Gates um, and, you know, charges in India and the whole nine yards had this big folder of information and I'll be damned, all the websites went down, were taken down. Same thing happened to me the other day. Um, a friend and I were doing a subject on a topic, and the man that owns the company had been arrested um, on pedophilia charges, and then his mugshot disappeared, and his company was sued in the state of California, and then that disappeared, and I'm like... Isn't that ironic? Weird, huh? Yeah. It does. It happens a lot. Um, Actually, it just happened yesterday. Um, I had some documents saved on my phone about... um, So I'm not sure if you saw my post the other day where I was talking about um, the resale of placentas. Yes. Um, 
And I had three links saved in a folder on my phone. And when I clicked on the website, they were gone. And I'm like, this is so strange. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if the websites are taken down or it's my phone or I'm mm-hmm. on a government watch list. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, well, this is odd. And because I I have been talking about that for years, but I haven't talked about it in a while. And mm-hmm. then I went on TikTok and I saw lots of people talking about it. And I was like, okay, maybe it's time to bring awareness to this again. Mm-hmm. Um and then everything's just gone. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's it's the, the bait and switch with the words, right? It's a placenta. Yeah. So if you if you are Googling, can, can hospitals sell placentas? You don't find anything because they use all these other technical terms. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't. Yeah. And that and the thing is, um, you know, good thing for you that you are aware that things like that disappear. And so I guess we're going to have to like start printing out every, we're going to have to buy like giant semi loads of paper (laughs) and ink cartridges to print all these because yeah, all of my files were digital as well. And every single one of the ones that I was trying to show somebody, I'm like, that is very strange. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's obnoxious. That's what censorship is. Um, that's, that's why it's so dangerous. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, but it's also hard, right? And I'll give you an example of, of why it's hard. Um, because we know that things disappear on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we advocate for no censorship. This is something that's, that's really hard, right? Because it's not a cut and dry topic. Right. And then you see other conservatives on the internet, right? That are, that are also fighting against the grooming of our children. Right. This, that's a whole nother topic that I'm very mm-hmm. passionate about fighting against. Right. Um, and they're, you know, talking about books that are inappropriate in school. Mm-hmm. And so like, where's the line, right? I don't think inappropriate books should be in school. I don't, um, right. but I also advocate for no censorship. So where, like, how, how do you draw the line? Right. Right. That's like, I, I'm not cut and dry in every aspect of my life. I'm not like, either. Yeah. Like the pro-choice, you know, the pro-choice topic, I was pro-choice for a long time, for a long time, I would say up until about the last nine months. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I, I turned to the, the pro-life side. Um, and I'm always like, like, how can we advocate for censorship, but tell people what they can't have in school? Obviously we don't want these books in school. Nobody should want these books. in right. school. But I'm like, in my mind, the one that wants answers, I'm like, how do we advocate for no censorship, but advocate for censoring books? Right. Uh, what, what is the line? Right. right. Like, and, and both sides do that. Right. Because it's, you know, not a necessary left versus right thing because both sides have things that they want removed or taken out. And for the longest time, it was like the left going, oh, my gosh, we can't. Um, But the right does the same thing. And, and to me, it's one of those things, any kind of book that's about sexual orientation, um, graphic sexual books, things like that shouldn't be in the school library anyway. I think that if they wouldn't have a Playboy Bunny magazine mm-hmm. in the library, they shouldn't have these books. Right. Right. Um, 
but that's just like an aspect of my mind, right? Like I may, right. <laughs> I may seem very straightforward a lot of the time, but I have like a lot going on in my head and I'm like, well, right. if we're doing this. How do we, how do we advocate against that? And like, how do we make it make sense? Because there has to be a line. Right. Right. Um, but <clears throat> I hate Instagram. I hate Facebook, but I love them. Right. I, I run my business there too. full time. Um, I I'm hate, like, I hate technology period. <laughs> and there's, you know, truth social is great. If you're a well-known person, mm-hmm. um, where people will just go and find you. Um, right. I have, you know, like I said, my business is all on social media. So mm-hmm. I ideally Instagram and Facebook are it, but unfortunately they're owned by the reptilian. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you do? Right. What do you, what do you do? And it's so, I just got fact checked this morning and I'm, I'm so sick of having to walk on eggshells. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just wish I had the brain to go make my own social media platform, but it don't. Um, right. Same, me I, neither. I just, I want it to be done. Like, let's just end the censorship. It's, it's so sad how many people will seek me out just to come report me. Um, I have two accounts, right? right? I have my 2.0 also. Sorry, I'm at your main nose because I have the worst allergies and my nose is like, it's it's that time of year. Stop it! <laughs> and I'm anxious, so I get like itchy when I'm anxious. Um, yeah, I'm just like I just leave me alone, right? I don't go see, search out liberal pages to go, you know, troll them. In fact, I don't I don't comment on anybody's stuff, really. Right. Um, if you don't like it, that's fine. Block me, and I will never show up in your feed again. Or don't um, follow me in the first place. Well, that's the thing with reels, though. With reels, you pop up in more people's feeds than the ones that follow you. So a Mm -hmm. lot of them will come from that. They're like, oh, why is this showing up in my feed? All you got to do is press the three dots and like and block me and I will never show up in your feed again. Um, But it's like. It's just so. And then they come right do you have a link to back that up? Well, no, Karen, I don't because you endorse censorship, which tells me I can't post it. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, that's one of my, uh, I can honestly say it's one of my pet peeves when people do that because you literally have a world of technology at your fingers. You can type in the exact same terminology that I did and find the article yourself. It is not my job to spoon feed you literally every piece of information on the planet. Yeah. If so you're that's curious, where I was years ago. <laughs> when I started, when I started researching vaccines, I had to go fight with, that's how my name turned into Meg Ann. My name is Megan. I'm not going to say my last name. Right. Um, but I had commented on a CDC post about polio uh-huh. <laughs> and I just went and started <laughs> informing people. I was mm-hmm. like, well, did you know that 74 people, 74% of people that contracted polio never had a single symptom. 24% right. that contracted polio had mild cold, to mild flu like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 0.01% half, no, 0.05% died and 0.05% were paralyzed. Right. Um, and then telling people that, you know, the, the oral polio vaccine is, is causing paralytic polio around the world right now, not uh-huh. wild. Um, uh-huh. That's the one they found in New York. Right. It was. And, and so what that means, right. So you can, they like to deny shedding. So I'll just stick with the oral polio, right. That is a 
<clears throat> a live virus that you take orally. Yes. Um, and you. That's what they gave when I feces. was a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can act, you actually excrete it. Um, what does that mean? You can give it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they found in the sewers of New York. Um, and I'm just like, I don't, I, uh, oh, oh, the, the pictures, the iron lung pictures, everybody mm -hmm. posts these iron lung pictures. That's what it was about. Um, and that picture is actually from the, is it the Metropolitan? There's a website. I'll find it and I'll give it to you. Um, and it was actually a, a screening. They were making a movie. Mm -hmm. If you look at the picture, there's no cords anywhere. Mm -hmm. like this was in the, the, the 50s and the 60s. You're going to tell me they had no cords? <laughs> Come on. They were really big back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can tell um, you that for certain. Yeah. And so that like I got attacked by like 1500 people and I was like, well, maybe it's a good idea to take my name off of social media. Right. Um, so that's when I, I split my name up and I came into Megan. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I I'll be told things all the time that I've never heard of. Um, right. And I'll be like, OK, I got to I got to look into this. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm ever growing. Right. Some things I can't get behind, like uh, some some ones that I can't get behind that birds are robots or something you know what i thought the same thing because i had a really good friend that was that always made that comment and i'm like that's like insane however the cia has documents about their aviary program where they indeed did make robot birds Oh, I don't doubt that there are robot birds, but these people are like all birds are robots. Yeah, no. Like, I've literally like no. I talked to the. <laughs> I've birds, literally so seen I a dead bird. Not it was not true. a robot. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's some things that I'm just like, mm, I can't get behind that. Right. Um. But again, I'm not. I'm not closed off to it. I'm. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go post about it. I'm not right. confident in it. Right. Um, but I'm not like no, that never happened. Except for that one. That, that never happened um yeah. with yeah, all, all being yeah no because i i i'm one of those people that talks to like all of the animals because we live out in the country so like every morning i have a hummingbird that comes and like hovers right in front of my face and like i talk to the hummingbird and stuff so we have eagles and whatever i know they're not all fake but yeah i don't know there are things i don't i don't believe either but I can't say that I'm closed off to anything because yeah. we have literally been lied to so much about so many things. I'm like, okay, every but day the is, is a new then they day. admit them and people still trust them. Yeah. I'm like, how? Although, oh, like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll make a post about like um, the Tuskegee trials and MK Ultra mm -hmm. and right. Project Paperclip and and Project Apricot and all of the things. And people are like, that's so long ago. Well, yeah, they're not going to release that they were true while you're still alive. Right. Right. Something that happens today, it's not going to be released in your lifetime that it happened. Hence why, why? Hence because why they want to cause your family to distrust the government. So they will release it in the next generation. Why they wanted 75 years to release all of the Pfizer documents. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were hoping everyone would be dead by then. I certainly will be because I'm already uh, up there in age. But yeah. So 
how is it for you going from believing everything that you did back then to now? Do you feel like you constantly crave knowledge? Actually, I'm at a point where I don't feel that I need to search anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Information comes to me, right? People will send me things. I'll research. But I, am I am I researching? Yes, I will go out of my way to research things. But let's take COVID and the mRNA vaccines, for instance. Right. I didn't give two shits about them. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to research them. I didn't want to know the ingredients because I already knew 100% I would never trust a vaccine. My kids are 100% vaccine free. They're happy. They're healthy. They're Amen. amazing. Amen. Um, I didn't need to know. Mm-hmm. I, I I warned my parents. I said, listen, you know, I've educated you on all the other vaccines. My mom, right? My mom is born in 56. She had she had all the childhood vaccines and she's still telling me, are you going to get them vaccinated for chicken pox and measles? And I'm like, mom, did you have those? And she's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, we stayed home from school for a couple of days. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm not getting them. Mm-hmm. No. I'm exactly. Not. Like, why, why are you advocating to get them? If you lived through it, you didn't, you know, obviously some people have worse reactions to illnesses than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, why, what is your justification for wanting to do it? She didn't know anybody that died from these things. I had chicken pox. I was at, at Disney world when I had chicken pox. Um, mm-hmm. I remember all the other parents bringing their kids around me. Yes. A hundred percent. We used to have chicken pox parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We had to come home, you know, flying on the airplane was no big deal. They didn't mm-hmm. care. I had chicken pox. Um, back yeah. then, back then when you could fly and, and you, they had little pillows you remember yep. the little pillows yep. that, you know, everybody shared the little pillows and it's not like they were washed after every use or whatever. They just put them up in that little cubby yep. and the next person <clears throat> will grab it down and use it. Or even think about this, um, you know, if the world was literally a cesspool of deadly bacteria, look at all the churches where people share wine out of a chalice. Yeah. Mm hmm. I grew up that way and I'm fine. And nobody uh, that I went to church with died, but yeah, it's like, um, so I don't know if you've ever been into the um, germ theory or not. Have you looked into that? Okay. A little bit. So um, that's why like, to me, your internal environment is, is what, Deems whether you ever yeah. get sick or not. It yeah. has nothing to do with any quote germs or bacteria because they don't exist. It's what's inside of you that mm-hmm. determines whether you're sick or not sick. So yeah. <clears throat> how do you how do you feel now about um climate change? It's a crock of baloney. <laughs> The cows are killing the earth. Like, come on. Um, What's killing the earth is the chemicals that we're spraying. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about the sky. I'm talking about what's, what's killing us, what's killing the plants around us. Right. um, What's killing the animals we eat. You know, we're eating a hundred years ago. There's a sick animal. Nobody's going to eat it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you don't eat decaying and dying things. Right. Um, 
you know, that even goes into, I am in no way a vegan. So if I offend anybody, watching, I'm not either. So yeah, maybe I'm sorry. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but um, slaughter, right? Mm-hmm. It's important that when an animal's being slaughtered, they're in the best conditions. Right. Um, when you are buying meat from the grocery store and you have no idea where it's coming from, these animals are being shoved into hallways with tile floors and they're slipping and they're scared and they're terrified. Right. You know, the hormones that are released in your body when all Absolutely. of these things are happening. I, everybody watching has been through a terrifying experience and you know, you have the jitters. You're like, you know. And then they're slaughtered and all of those hormones are all in the meat. Um, A hundred percent. And that makes it, that makes a huge difference on, you know, what you're buying and whether they, you know, humanely do it or whether they do it as a, you know, a mass, uh, I don't, I don't even know it, what you would call that. I have a, a friend mass that, culling. Yeah. I have a friend that works at a, um, a facility that does uh, animal slaughter and yeah, <clears throat> like very, Do I think um, industrialized farming is bad. I do. 100%. Um, I do think it's bad and not for, for, climate change or a climate crisis um but just for what we're putting into our bodies because Mm -hmm. i mean meat right now with inflation right is insanely expensive Mm -hmm. um so their processes are are quicker more more meat's actually getting wasted right now uh, because they think the demand goes up nobody can afford it it gets thrown out and then they're having to make up for what was thrown out and it's just this big whole Mm -hmm. circle of toxicity right um but cost effectiveness and and just the way things are done, we so need to. There's so many of us that need to get back to our roots of of raising our own food. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have the land to to raise our own meat. We do have some ducks. We we processed some ducks last year. It's not really my thing. Um, <laughs> I don't mind processing mm. them, but as for eating them, we did Muscovies, and it was like. It was like um, roast beef meets chicken. It was mm-hmm. it was not bad, but it was not normal. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to do this again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we industrialized farming is we need to bring it back to the U.S. for one. Right. Um, Instead of it, sending all our meat to China for processing. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make it more affordable. Um and not by the government. Okay. We don't need any more government created money. Yeah. No, um, absolutely. To cause us not. more inflation. Right. Um, but we have to figure something out. We have to. Mm-hmm. And no other country is going to solve that for us. Our government's not going to solve that for oh, us. No. And now mm-hmm. it's just how do we come together and do that? Right. Because mm-hmm. when we try to look at the Amish that you were talking about, right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the government tries to take them down. Why? Because the government wants to, I don't care who you are, they are trying to usher in uh, this totalitarian globalism bullshit. Right. right. Um, because they want to control everything. Mm-hmm. They want to control what you eat. They want to control what you watch. They want to control what you listen to. They want to control what you say, what you post, anything. Right. What you do for work. Um, pretty soon they're going to be assigning jobs at birth. Like that's 100%. where we're headed. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I, I don't think a lot of people understand that about um, 
you know, like wanting more government control and more government regulations and uh, socialism is a great idea, right? That's what they're instilling in kids in school these days. But what they don't tell you is, okay, kids, uh, but uh, you're going to all be factory workers because the government said so. Um, you're going to wear uh, this blue uniform to work because the government said so. Um, they're going to tell you what you can and can't eat, what you can and can't listen to, what but music that's is available. Where we're headed. Right. Look at where we are right now. We already have the censorship down, right? It's right. Instagram, Facebook, they're private owned companies. So you don't have a say in, in anything. Right. Um, but then look at the ads for airlines. This was a big one a few months ago. Um, they wanted to hire more minorities. Mm -hmm. I understand. I get it. Okay. Like I coming from my indoctrinated past, I get what they're doing. Um, but let's break it down. <laughs> There's two people behind a curtain, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want the one that the company wants to hire because they want to be more accepted in the community? Or do you know what, want the one that's going to be able to fly your plane and not crash it? A hundred percent. Like what is happening? How, how can you even think that's about equality? Right. And, and that's so funny. Um, I talk about this all the time <laughs> too, because my daughter, um, God love her, uh, was, you know, she just graduated with her master's this year and went to a college that had a lot of liberal indoctrination, even though I'm very um, forthcoming you know with her. study on this, by the way? That you are, it's like 75 times more likely to be a Democrat after college because of the indoctrination through the school years? With the exception of... Uh, I don't have a filter and I will tell her why what she's being taught is wrong. And so she was very much on the um, social justice warrior bandwagon. Yeah. And I said, okay, I want you to look at this through this lens. You're advocating for, you know, whatever group, LBGTQ or Black Lives Matter or whatever. And so you're elevating them and raising them up to this elitist status while you're in turn shitting on every single person underneath of them. Yeah. Um, all these other groups don't matter. And that's what social justice is. We want everybody to be equal, but not really, because whatever group is our focus, that's who should get special treatment. I'm sorry, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I'm I'm in no way um, somebody is going to misinterpret this as like a white supremacy statement, right? Right. White people are under attack. Yes. And I don't say that to sound like I'm being oppressed. We're all being oppressed. And right. by it's by the government. It's by not the, by exactly. each other. Right. It's not by each other. Right. Um, <clears throat> but it's just so disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, to know that there are these subgroups popping up everywhere, right? right? There's the LGBTQ, there's BLM. There was like a whole Asian thing for a while because of yes. the China virus. Right. Um, and everybody matters unless you're white. And I'm again, I'm not saying that because we're oppressed, but I can see the target that's put on our foreheads. Right. Um, when I just want everybody to 
to turn off the news. Right. And just hear what color you are. And just see each other for people. And just be good people. It doesn't matter what race, religion, color, creed, sex, whatever. Mm -hmm. As long as you're a good person. You're fine in my book. And until you prove me wrong, I'm going to think that you're a good person. Yeah. You know, that's the same with my don't be a shit human. (laughs) Yeah. My Instagram, right? I I don't go and I don't fight with anybody. I don't troll anybody. And people come to my page and I'll ask them a question. I'll try to get them to engage. And it's just name calling. I know. I get a lot of that too. And I'm like, if I saw I am the type of person, right? A lot of people think I'm unapproachable. I'm very, I'm too unfiltered. I Mm -hmm. I may be a bitch. I may be something. Um, you're I a am mom. honestly You're that a concerned person, parent. That's what you are. Yeah. I would give almost anybody the shirt off my back right. without even knowing them. Right. I don't go into public and say, who'd you vote for? Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't care. I'm respectful to you no matter your political affiliation, no right. matter your Same. stance on vaccines. Until Same. you come and a- a- attack me. Like Personally. I'm minding my own business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm minding my own. That's what all, we all want, right? Right. We all just want to be left alone. Right. Um, you had touched base on, you know, more government control. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that segues me into the whole um, abortion topic. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to talk about. I should probably do more lives on, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, months ago, I was pro-choice because I focused on that factor of the, the small percentage of, of people that didn't willingly have sex. Right. Um, you know, it, it always strikes a chord with me when somebody is like, would you force your 11 year old to have a baby? That's never a scenario that I want. And that is a scenario that I will fight like hell to make sure never happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but first of all, like why, if you know, right, every state's the same when it comes right. to sex offenders, we're just like, exactly. go on with your day. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to government control, I am pro-life and, mm-hmm. um, but I don't advocate for abortions to be made illegal. Right. And I never have people attack me because I will make posts about being pro-life and I am pro-life and I want everybody to be able to value life, right. but yes, it is a human life. And, and I, I do think that it should have the same rights as you and I, right. um, and if we're basing it off the Constitution, right, the Constitution says that the Supreme Court doesn't have say over that. It's the states. And that's exactly Correct. what they did. But the, the Constitution also says that when a baby is born, mm-hmm. you have rights when you're born. Right. Um, so I can't like, how do you again, that line, where do you cross it? Right. Where do right. you the constant? We fight for the Constitution. It literally says when you're born. Right. It doesn't and, say when you're a fetus. Yeah. And people. um my stance is me personally, I am not for abortion. Okay. In any way, shape or form, just because being a nurse, I know what they do. I know how they're performed. Um, it's awful to me, just like you going through school. If you ever have to watch surgeries and stuff like that, you have a whole different way of looking at stuff. So I am not for abortion. However, I do not believe it is the government's duty to step in to tell you 
you can't have one, you can have one, that's your business. That being said, um, I've told this story a couple times. I had a family of girls and they would use abortion as birth control. Yeah. I had to and they didn't want to be on the pill and they didn't want to use condoms. And so they were constantly getting pregnant. And each one of those girls had countless numbers of abortion. I think that is inappropriate, but that's, yeah. that's me and that's my life. And if my thing in the way I live is you do you and I'll do me. Yeah. Um, I, nine months ago, I would have agreed with you. Right. Mm -hmm. I would have agreed with you. Right. Um, but I think right now, it's like criminals with guns laws is not right. going to stop anybody. Right. Um, it's not going to stop anybody and it's good versus evil. It's right. We 100%. need to, as the people, right. This government overreach and overreach and overreach. We'll control it. Don't worry. Um, there's so many topics I could branch off to. Exactly. Um, and um, <clears throat> you know, the government is the, is the cause of a lot of this. Um, uh, oh, Definitely. It's, you know, they are the cause of splitting the nuclear family, mm -hmm. um, incentivizing women to get men out of the house for right. welfare. Demonizing um, men. That was another group a couple of years ago that yeah. you can't be a man and you can't be a masculine man. <laughs> yeah. And, but we're at a point where um, government, media, all of these places um, are dehumanizing us. Right. I believe fully that the abortion rate would go nearly to zero if we could get people to humanize each other again. Exactly. Um, and no abortion law is going to stop that. No. Uh -uh. It's um, and, that, and that's where I at. I, I, if I agreed with more government overreach, I would say, yeah, let's make them illegal, but mm -hmm. I don't. And that's I don't the either. sole reason I will never advocate for them to be illegal. And I don't agree with them. I, I almost got an abortion for my third child. Mm -hmm. um, it was there. I, I told, I told this story a few months ago on my, um, on my Instagram and I was 14 weeks. I had done an at-home test and we lived around the corner from a Planned Parenthood. My nose is just so bad right now. I'm sorry. Um, You're going to have company. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we went there to get an ultrasound and they immediately put me in a room. They were like, yeah, we're going to have an abortion. We're going to do this. And I'm like, I don't know that that's what I want. Mm -hmm. um, and they were very convincing at it. And right. they weren't getting across to me. Um, right. but I was very surprised at how adamant they were that I, I got an abortion. Right. Um, I went in and they were going to do an ultrasound and she turned the screen away from me. And then I heard a heartbeat and I was like, let me see. And she's like, oh no, you don't want to see. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, let me see. <laughs> let me see. Um, and she fought with me for a minute and then she finally showed it to me and I was like, okay, let's go. Um, I was like, I can't do that. I was like, I was so creeped out and I still right. have regrets of just the thoughts today. Right. Was I grateful that I had that choice to walk in there? No, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not grateful that I had the opportunity to potentially end my pregnancy. 
Right. Um, and there's so many people that just don't know the alternatives, right? They're demonizing pregnancy crisis centers right now. Right. Um, we know that the purpose of a pregnancy crisis center is not to offer abortion services. Right. Um, and now places, I don't know if you saw it, um, sites like Yelp are actually hiding them. Mm-hmm. So if you go on there to look for a local pregnancy crisis center, they're actually hiding them from you. Um, <clears throat> and then you have Planned Planned Parenthood, which is like, let's do it. Let's do it. You can do this. And I even asked them, I was like, do you have services for after? I'm like, I'm really distraught right now. Um, And they were like, oh, no, you can contact your doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's that's reassuring. Um, And we just we we need to collectively fix this system to end right. abortion right? right people use the argument there's so many children in foster care there is at one time about half a million children in foster care and i absolutely hate when people use this as an argument because less than 19,000 of them are actually eligible for adoption mm-hmm. so you can use the excuse that uh, that 500,000 children are in foster care right now um but then again, leading into another topic, how corrupt is CPS? Very. And that's, that is the whole point of why it was set up in the first place. It is to separate the children from families. Mm-hmm. And it is a place that has been plagued since the get-go with child trafficking. They are child paying abuse. these disgusting parents uh, mm-hmm. welfare, food stamps, monthly foster checks, um, right. in disgusting conditions yes. when these children's houses were better fit for them. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, there's the, how many kids are lost? How many kids run away? How many kids are never seen again? Right. Um, or murdered so or murdered mm-hmm. under the care of CPS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when really there's children being harmed at home that Mm -hmm. need to be taken out of the home, that there's nothing done for. Right. And that is, I can tell you from working in the nursing field for a very long time, that is 100% a huge problem. But they're always going to go after the defiant parents. Mm -hmm. They're always going to go after the anti-vax parents first. Yes. Or the the parent that doesn't take their kids to the doctors every six months just for a checkup or the homeschooling parents. Um, Why is that? Because we're in a government controlled world. And by control, mm-hmm. I don't just mean they're our government. I mean, they are right. literally trying to dehumanize us the rest of the way. Right. A hundred percent. And it's really sad. And there's, I don't know what the answer is to fix things. Um, I'm a firm believer in tearing down what is not working and, and fixing it. However, uh, with our government, I don't think that's possible. Um, but as far as, you know, for me coming from the healthcare industry, I would like nothing more than to see multiple clinics and stuff pop up that are not under government control, government regulation, whatever, that are just good people, you know, that want to help other people get better or heal or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Here's where here's where the price tag comes in, though, mm-hmm. right? These government subsidies, health insurance, private doctors, private practice mm-hmm. doctors don't actually accept health insurance. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's <laughs> it's 
like inflation. Right. <laughs> right. You, you got to go with what you can afford. Um, and nine times out of 10, that's the worst choice, but people, but that's, their that's the, taken away. That's the problem though. Um, is the healthcare industry, the prices got so bloated. It literally doesn't make any sense to want to charge somebody like 150 bucks, you know, for a visit where we could just literally sit down and have a conversation and, you know, I could make suggestions on, on something they could do to make things better. Yeah. I, if I, I don't... could recommend anything to anybody that may watch this is find your local herbalist. Exactly. Yep. Um, our, our, um, something happened with our cat this weekend and I am in no way a cat lady, but like, I felt so bad for her. Uh, she came home, she had fleas. And so I put some Zogard plus the little liquid that goes on her back. Mm -hmm. Um, she came up in the middle of the night, not the follow. Yeah. The following day, the following night. Um, and she was vomiting everywhere. And I thought she was like choking on a hairball. I was like, get out, get out. Um, and then we couldn't find her the next morning. My husband found her in the drainage ditch under the driveway, um, just laying there, not really moving. We brought her in. She started vomiting blood. It was Saturday. So we had to take her to the emergency vet, which is the biggest scam of all. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, oh it's so stupid expensive. Um, yeah, needless to say, $1,000 in less than 60 minutes um, mm -hmm. for them to tell us they didn't know what was wrong with her. Right. And um, they, she had elevated liver enzymes. Nothing was in her intestinal tract, nothing else on her blood work. So we brought her home and they were, you know, they fear mongered us into, oh, what if there's something in there? We should really do exploratory surgery. And when we were like, no, it's not happening. Right. Um, you literally did radiographs and said there was nothing there. Right. Um, well, and then she's like, well, then we have to talk about her quality of life. I don't think she's living very good. And maybe we should talk about cut it, you know, uh, putting her down because they automatically want you to be like, okay, no, I don't want to put her down. Let's do it. And I'm right. like, that's, you should be like, let's give it a couple days. You know, she's safe for a couple days without water or without food. Um, but we can, you know, we can syringe feed her water. Anyway, um, I was like, this is such bullshit. Um, so I, I hung up and I called my local herbalist. I was like, listen, X, Y, and Z is happening with my cat. She's like, come over in 25 minutes. I'll have something ready for you. I went over. She gave me some slippery elm. She gave me some charcoal. And she's like three times a day minimum um, in, a, in a syringe with water. We gave it to her once. And then she kind of started perking up. Like I would scratch mm -hmm. her butt. And she'd lift her butt up a little. Not much. She hadn't really moved for like three days. Um and then we did it again and I came in my room and she was up on my bed and she hadn't moved off the pillow on the floor that I had put there for her. And um, then we did it the next morning and she was like meowing at the door and I opened the door and she ran down the stairs and I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm -hmm. um, gave her a little bit of wet food. She was fine. She ate it. Um, had to try like hell to keep her from going outside. Um, she ended up going outside. Now she's fine. And I advocated to the vet for four days that I knew it was the tick treatment. Mm -hmm. 100%. Oh, no, it's not that. Oh, no, it's not that. And I was like, lady, because it's I was toxic. Like, you go look at it and classical signs are vomiting and mm -hmm. it lasts four to five days. Right. Uh, but I fully like am convinced if we hadn't done the charcoal and slippery elm, she would have died. Oh, yeah. Um, 
She wasn't eating. She wasn't drinking. She wasn't going to the bathroom at all. Uh, nothing was happening. And I was like, I don't, do we put her down? Um, and I was like, let's give it, you know, the herbalist should have been the first one that I called. Let's say right. that. Um, right. You know, wasted a thousand dollars, then went spent and spent $25 at the herbalist. And now my cat's fine. Right. And that's and why I wish there was so much more of that. And, you know, uh, like me, I'm huge into uh, herbs and spices and essential oils and, and all of yeah. that kind of stuff. And they're so, so incredibly healthy and healing for people. And that's why, like, if I had my own, like, medical place, I would never, ever charge somebody, like, a shit ton of money just to come and talk to me. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah. I was Find put on the earth to help people. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. odds are they they don't charge you for their time. They're like, hey, try right. this, this, and that. Um, if it doesn't work, come back. But you're paying like ten bucks for something. It's like, absolutely. Okay, I'll pay you ten dollars to try something. If it doesn't work, we'll try something else. But most of the time, it works. Uh, but that's also why the government is demonizing these people. Why right. the FDA and, and and the FTC is going after them, right? Mm -hmm. Um. They have to be smart when it comes to medical claims. They can't say, you know, cures this, even if it does. Right. Even if it does, and it's not FDA approved mm -hmm. um, to cure something, and it never will be as a natural. Absolutely. Um, correct. They can go to jail. They can be fine. They can sh get shut down. There's just like, it's, mm -hmm. it's awful. Yeah, absolutely. And they've time and time again in history gone after the naturopathic doctors, uh, herbal medicine, uh, people that do cancer treatments that aren't chemotherapy and radiation, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And it's, it's disgusting. And that alone should be a wake up factor for mm -hmm. people, but it's not, unfortunately. It's not because we're all indoctrinated to think it doesn't work, mm -hmm. to think that doctors cure all, to think that chemotherapy is the only answer to cancer. Right. Um, and that's how they get us yeah. every single time. There is yeah. not, <clears throat> you know, how many of us actually come out of school and, and are like, wow, they lied to us. Not, <laughs> not as many <laughs> as we'd like. Um, not as many as we'd like. Yeah, that's very true. And you know, I think the wonderful thing now is, and I think it was detrimental um, for the powers that be, was the whole lockdown thing because people had so much time to research and look stuff up. And then kids were being homeschooled like never before. And I think that's a great thing because people have more information now than they've ever been able to access. So I think that's good. I think that's a start yeah. and that will help. Yeah. So just never stop researching. Always. Right. Know, always look for more. Right. And I'm the type of person I'm like a sponge. I love to learn new things and there's never enough information to get. And that's mm -hmm. why I love talking to so many different people because everybody's got a different story yeah. or a different view or you know, so like I have a huge list in my phone of stuff to like look up now just from talking yeah. to people. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, let me write that down. How do you spell that? <laughs> yeah. I love that though. 
So um, I am so, so happy that you're doing what you're doing um, and that you have a voice and not afraid to speak your feelings and your truth because um, I was telling this to somebody earlier today. I don't think there's enough females that are using their voice to speak about stuff. Um, I agree with you. And I, but think, I also think there's not enough men. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to do away with all the men anyway. Um, <laughs> but I think it's a, a fantastic thing because I think, uh, especially when the moms get involved, that's when things are really going to start to change because yeah. uh, you should never mess with a mom's kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I you, think it's uh, going to take moved, that mentality. We moved into this house two years ago. Um, and that's, I was telling you earlier that that's when my bonus son had moved into us that summer. Um, <clears throat> and I had heard right before school that they were imposing a mask mandate. Mm -hmm. Um, I showed up there by myself, by mm -hmm. myself. I was the only one there aside from the board um, and some teachers. And I sat there. I was on the recording. I was no, like, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. um, and I debated them by myself and other parents were watching right. on the recording that was live streamed. And they mm -hmm. reached out to me. I had no idea who these people were. I had no connection to them on social media or in real life. Um, and I organized 50 some odd parents to show up to the next one because it takes one person, exactly one freaking person exactly. to make a difference. And that's, that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because there's so many people that are like, I'm only one person. What can I do? What kind of Find difference your can I make? I yeah. have found a cumulative of a hundred thousand people in my tribe on between my two social media accounts on Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. And that's not because I stayed quiet. Did right. I get pushback in the beginning? Of course I still do. Um, exactly. <laughs> the point is, is letting go of the emotional attachment. Mm -hmm. These people don't know me. Maybe they wish harm on me. I bless and release. I wish nothing ill of them. Right. Yeah, I hope, and, you know, I pray that you wake up one day. Yeah. And I, I'm the same way. And, you know, um, I have a lot of people that'll come to my page to just to comment something hateful and I never comment anything hateful back. I'm always like, well, I hope you have a really great day or whatever. So it's always something very nice, yeah. you know, and usually that stops them because what they're doing <clears> is <throat> looking for negative feedback yeah. and negative attention and trying to goad you into like an argument with them or whatever. But I'm not here to call people names or whatever. That's not my job. I will fully admit that I sometimes call people names on the internet. Uh, I will call people names, not <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> um, I did one the other day and I was like, if, if everybody who opposes the Biden administration is a mega extremist, then everybody that supports it is a pedophile. Oh, but um, that's that that is making a point to the logic that's going yeah. around these days. So I don't consider yeah. that calling somebody directly. Yeah, I will yeah. never go and swear at somebody or, yeah. well, first of all, because I know that'll get me a flagged. Right. Um, so I'm not willing to, um, 
to risk my social media because it is my my platform. My people are there. My business is there. I'm not willing to risk it out right. of the anger I have towards somebody else. I'm right. like, lesson and release. Just go on with your day. I can see why you're here arguing because you have some things happening in your life and I hope right. they get better. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's the way I am too, because we don't know all of these people and you don't know somebody else's story you know, and maybe they grew up where they had to listen to their parents' column names yeah. and tell them they were worthless every day, yeah. you know. And so, but I'm one of those people, too, that uh, I'm not part of the PC culture. I don't filter for anybody at all, like ever. Uh, and if I offend somebody by things that I talk about or something I say, that's okay. Because that's a them problem, not a me problem. Somebody commented on one of my, I did a post about Mr. Rogers. And he was like, do you know what Mr. Rogers always says? There's three, three ways to win people over. Be kind, be kind, and be kind. And I was like, I'm not being unkind because you're offended by the truth that I'm talking about. Right. That's a you thing, not a me thing. That is 100% true. And that's the whole, like... I'm not going to bring up another topic because we've already been on here for an hour and 10 minutes. But, you know, what offends you doesn't mean somebody's offending you. Right. That's it's very true. People interpret it, it, right? Yep. It's people something really that's inside. The left, the left. And they're like, I take offense to that. And I'm like, well, then that's because you identify as the left. If somebody mm -hmm. attacks Republicans, attacks Trump supporters, I'm like, I'm not offended because that's not who I am, right? right. I am not, a, like, you can't identify me. If you big up, dig up my body 100 years in the future, you cannot identify me as being a Trump supporter, right. um, you know, it's or a the, Republican. It's the need for people to have a label. Yeah. And that's all it is. And, and I think all of that is silly. But my dear, it was such a pleasure having yeah. you on with me. I'm so glad we could have this conversation finally. Yeah. Um, where can people find you at? Uh, my handle is right on the screen, freedom underscore chronicles, or I'm not sure if I'm going to be here long because I just got a fact check. Uh, the Freedom Chronicles 2.0. I'm on Facebook as Meg Ann. I'm on TikTok as Freedom Chronicles, although I'm not really on there because it's TikTok. Um, I'm everywhere. <laughs> you don't want to twerk on TikTok? No. <laughs> I literally will just download my reels and go post them over there. Uh, I completely understand. So any, any final words for people today? My motto to live by is question everything. Amen to that. Yep. That is it. Don't let anybody convince you of anything. Go seek the answers yourself. Amen to that. And again, thank you so much for having yeah. a conversation with me today. I certainly, certainly appreciate you very much. So everybody go check out her page. She has some of the best reels on Instagram. <laughs> Lots of truth bombs being dropped over there. So go check those out. So for me and for Megan, you guys have a great one and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.